Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks postgame podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Welcome in. Hawks win in overtime 4-3 over the Calgary Flames. Story of the game was your boy, our guy, Lucas Reichel. A goal and two primary assists. He was all over the place in this one. That's the story, and we're going to talk a lot about Lucas Reichel in this one, so stick with us. Thanks for joining us. Make sure you smash that like button if you are on the YouTube page, and make sure, of course, you're subscribed to the page as well. If you're listening on the podcast, make sure you follow and uh, subscribe there as well. We've got a poll question happening right now on the YouTube page. Has Lucas Reichel played his last game with Rockford? Vote on that poll, and we will update as the show goes on. Uh, and we're going to get our tank standings updated. We're going to get our uh, tank lottery sim done by the end of the show. But, folks, I see some of you already on the ledge because the Hawks have won two games in a row. They were outshot 47-25 to 25 in this one. It's going to be okay. Enjoy the wins. They are few and far between. They finally reached double-digit wins on January 8th, but it was a fun game. Let's have fun, let's enjoy a victory, and let's enjoy, a finally, a positive glimpse at the future. Yeah, this is... We said it after the last game. This is what we wanted to see out of Lucas Reckle. I had a, I had a whole spiel set for when the Blackhawks <laughs> lost tonight about sitting here on a Sunday and how many times the Bears crew has sat on this set and said, yeah, the Bears lost... So what? We're two things accomplished. Justin Fields is looking like the real deal, and we're one step closer to the number one overall pick, which they which they got today. Congratulations on your fertility, Bears. Um, Woo. Hey, wait, we're we're hoping <laughs> to join you in a couple of months here. Yep. Uh, so I was already like, hey, the Blackhawks lost. We're one step closer to the worst record, but Lucas Reichel is looking like an NHL player. But hey, I don't care. Like they won. That's good. Yeah. I'm happy for this team. It's not going to kill them in the in the in the overall standings. It's it's fine. They're going to win some games. They're not going to lose the last forty two games of the season. Whatever, how many are left? They're going to win some games. So, first of all, let's let's relax with the oh my god, we have to send Lucas Reichel back because he's too good. He's hurting the tank. Knock it off, and like. Let's just appreciate that he's. this is what we wanted. We, we got him up here. We wanted to see him play like the player he's been in Rockford. That's what we got these last two games. He was all over the place against the Coyotes. And tonight, man, that his goal was everything you want to see out of an NHL player. Made a great little behind-the-back pass with, with two guys bearing down on him. Hung in there, made the pass to Seth Jones, who was at the uh, right point, and then skated right to the front of the net where he tipped the puck of the shot originally and then put the rebound in between his legs for his first NHL goal. Just a, a, amazing skill. And then, and then two primary assists. The pass to Kurosev. Great. No look pass. And then sets up Domi for the winner in overtime. And he's just noticeable. You get a little bit of a buzz every time he's been on the ice tonight. You, you felt it in the United Center. Oh, People were like, no oh, doubt. there he is. Like, we got to pay attention now. Like, this is 
we don't know. He might do something exciting. So uh, he could have had five points in this one. Oh, easily. He put a pass on Domi's stick, a, a perfect pass. There's another uh, shot that he he got a real great scoring opportunity, but uh, it was saved. He was all over the place. Yeah, and I I stopped short of saying you know maybe the best player on the ice tonight, but he's in the conversation. He was making things happen, and the difference between the Lucas Reichel we've seen before now and now is the kid is learning you must go to the net. You must play 200-foot game. We saw him in several opportunities in this game break up plays in the defensive zone, back check, lift sticks, go on the boards. He is playing a complete game, and look, He's never going to be Patrice Bergeron or Marion Hosa or any of these defensive stalwarts, but the willingness is huge. And Mario wrote a really great piece about Reichel earlier today for allchgo.com uh, with some really great quotes from Luke Richardson uh, on, on what he needs to do to stay here. And after the last game, he had a really nice game, and everyone said, yeah, yeah, but it was against the Arizona Coyotes. Let's see him do it against a good team. Well, Last I checked, Calgary's pretty good. They're a big team, and he didn't back down. No. Uh, you know, you, you worried a little bit about Lucas Reichel, a guy that's young, a guy that's not big and strong, and, you know, you worried about maybe he get intimidated by having a Milan Lucic go after him or, you know, uh, any one of their the, – the, the, the Flames had no defenseman under six foot two on the ice yeah, tonight. So they, got, they, they are one of the biggest teams in the league. And it didn't bother him at all, and that's what you wanted to see. And uh, just a, a great night for him and and the team. I'm happy for the team. These guys, you know, we, we see it all the time on Twitter. We see it in the chat here on post-game shows. You get the people, oh, these guys have checked out. They can't wait to get traded. They, they, they don't – they've quit – it's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, if that's you think what they that quit, you're not watching the games. That's this is a this team. You know, we're blessed with the access. We're able to see them after practices, after morning skates, after games. Man, when they beat when Staylock got his shutout, set uh, Friday night, you could hear the cheering from inside the locker room as we were waiting to go in for post game. I'm sure it was more of that. Mario same said today. the same tonight. Yeah, they yep. were. You could hear they were excited. They were happy. You know, this team, they play for each other. They, they, nobody has checked out on this team. And so I'm happy for them as, as, you know, being lucky enough to spend a lot of time around this team and seeing how these guys interact with each other. This is big for them and, and big for Lucas Reichel, but big for this team. And, and I'm happy for, for Luke Richardson too, where, you know, hey, it's starting to, you know, every once in a while, the way I plan it, it happens. Yeah. Uh, not, not, you know, hey, and, and we have to, yes, Lucas Reichel is the, the star of the night. He's, he's what everybody's excited about, but we can't take away anything from Alex Daylock. No, he he's was the reason too. they won. Yeah. 44 saves, many of them very difficult. Uh, before we get to Staylock, I want to address some. We got a bunch of chats flying in here, uh, including some t super chats. Uh, one from Thomas, 
who says, hell yes, Reichel, welcome to the NHL. Looking forward to seeing more from him. And Thomas, thank you for buying my book over the holidays. Appreciate that. Alton says, victory Monday coming up. Let's go. Yeah, a lot of excitement there. And our buddy, No Roy's Just Rage, who we actually, <laughs> I think he'll enjoy that during the game. I think I said something like, that sound you just heard was No Roy's Just Rage putting his palm on his forehead, putting his hand on his forehead as the Hawks uh, took the lead. He said the Jackets aren't going to be uh, are going to be selling and are going to be worse than the Hawks. I'm looking at Frank Saravalli's piece, dailyfaceoff.com uh, today. Here's something to keep in mind. Columbus is not about to tear this down. No. They just signed Johnny Gaudreau. They just signed Eric Goodbranson. They just extended Patrick Laine. They're not suddenly going to sell. They've got they're, massive, massive injury yeah, issues this they're, year. They're where they are right now because they've been hit with an injury bug. Um They've they've had a, their captain Boone Jenner's been out. Jacob Vorchek has he even played this year. Like, yeah, a ton of guys out. Th- that and they've had really piss poor goaltending. Yes, it's a bad combo. They're they're not gonna sell. They're not they're not gonna trade Johnny Gaudreau right after f- four months. Anaheim's not gonna sell off Zegras and McTavish no. and Troy no. Terry. They, I mean, no. this Anaheim has a couple. You know, Anaheim's probably gonna trade Klingberg, Klingberg which they should. They signed him to trade him. Yeah, um, but. Yeah, I wouldn't. We got it. There's still so much time left that we can't just get so angsty over every win. Yeah. Let's enjoy a win. It's nice to win every once in a while. Yes, I understand. It's a tank season, but it's okay to enjoy a win. For for someone who's had to watch all 38 of these just awful games. I enjoy talking about a win every once in a while. It yeah. makes my life a little easier and my job a, a lot better. And let's just enjoy a win. If they get, they're not going to roll off seven or eight in a row here. We're it's okay, it's okay. All right. Also, a reminder, everyone in the chat, be cool with each other. Sports fans are emotional. Wins and losses are emotional. So no personal attacks. Let's stay cool. Let's keep it, you know, conversational. No need to get on people and rip everybody. But you know. Uh, this is an emotional season for an emotional team and a, an emotional fan base rather uh, because losing is hard to watch even when you know the ultimate goal is Connor Bedard, right? Um, but just let's let's stay cool. Let's keep it friendly. Updating the poll here. Uh, has Lucas Reichel played his last game with Rockford? 46% say yes, 54% say no. I voted no. I think that at the, at the very least he goes down when the Hawks season ends and plays yeah. the playoffs with Rockford. But I, I, I don't think... I don't know. I He's think, been great, but I, I think they'll keep him here to the bye week, and they'll send him back down for the bye week because the Hawks have like nine days because they get the bye week into the All Star break, so they go I think from January twenty seventh to February seventh between games, so that's a long time. Yeah. So you you're probably going to send him if they don't do it, maybe they do it before that Western Conference uh, Western Canada trip that leads into the bye week. They're in uh, Vancouver and then the two Alberta teams. There's no way they keep them up here to sit and because they don't practice during the bye week. It's a, it's a, right, it's so it's a, a, it's a vacation week. Yeah. So there's no way they don't send them back down to Rockford to at least play a couple games during the bye week. And he'll be, he'll be back for the Calder Cup playoffs. So I don't think he'll be down there again. But how, mu- how long, you know, he's – listen – He's earned a right to still be here. And here's, here's, a, here's a thought about Lucas Reichel and maybe why we're seeing the confident version of him. Yes, he's on the top line. 
But maybe, just maybe, not having Patrick Kane out there is actually helping him. Because he's not looking to defer. So many, we see it all the time. We see it all the time with veterans like Max Domi. They stop and they look for Patrick Kane every time they're on the ice. Mm -hmm. This could be helping Lucas Reichel, saying, hey, he's not out there. I'm the best player on the ice right now. I better go do what I do. Whereas if he was playing with Kane, he might not be as aggressive as he was on some of those plays. Yes, and I know, I know, you know that might even be a little bit unconscious for people. But if you watch the last two games, they've looked different. They're north and south. They're playing fast, and yeah, Calgary, for all intents and purposes, kicked their ass up and down the ice for the better part of sixty plus minutes. But Alex Stalock was was amazing again and kept them in the game. And then overtime becomes kind of a coin flip when you're three on three. But they look different. They're much more aggressive. And I'm not, again, I, I want to make sure I'm clear here that I'm not saying they're better off without Patrick Kane, but they're certainly Obviously different. they are. They're 2-0, oh, Jay. <laughs> they're certainly different without Patrick Kane. They, they, they certainly look different. Got another super chat here from Nitch Reberg. He says, will Kane stay in Chicago if he wants to play with Lucas? Uh, look, if we knew the answer to Patrick Kane's future, we would be telling you is what we know. We really don't know. And, um... You know, it it feels like, and this is just if I'm guessing, I'm guessing here. I don't have any inside info. If I did, I'd tell you. To me, it feels like both Kane and Taves are gone. I think they both are are ready. I think they both want a chance to win again, uh, especially for Kane to look at the next part of his career, which he's probably got five or six good years left. And he might as well spend them contending. Um I think they're both gone, but again, it's, it's based on just gut feeling, and I'm telling you, that could change on you know tomorrow or Tuesday. Yeah, if Patrick Kane sounds different in a presser, you know what I mean. It's it's just it's so hard to read, and and hopefully we get some closure on it soon because it's really tough. By the way, some people talking about Connor Bedard in the chat uh, had his first game back after World Juniors. Yeah, he was all right. Four goals and two assists tonight. Thirteen shots on goal. He has, is it 70 points in 29 games? Yeah, it's something crazy like that. Yeah, he's... <laughs> Come he's, on. He's he's just silly. Silly. It's it's unbelievable. In case you're wondering, yes, uh, he will not be playing in the WHL next year. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Uh, another $2 super chat from Brandon. Kaner isn't a North and South player. Yeah, that's true. He is a East and West or stationary player. Uh, oh, we talked about it uh, last post game show. Just kind of always looking for that one great opportunity, that one great pass. It's it's obviously effective. He's a Hall of Famer. Maybe will be the Blackhawks' all time leading scorer if he decides to stay the best American born player ever um, until Austin Matthews passes him. It's just the guy's incredible, but it is a different look. And when you're talking about a team with a little bit less skill, this might suit them a little bit better. Just saying. It's not get rid of Patrick Kane or anything like that. It's just an observation. Just an observation. Oh, yeah. I, I, and I, I think it's valid that Lucas Reichel being on the top line and not having Patrick Kane out there to try and get the puck to is helping. It, it, and him and Kershaw are getting some really good chemistry together right now. Um, I, that those, I don't split those guys up. Even if Kane comes back Thursday, I don't split that lineup right now. No, you can't. You put put Kane with Taves and and, uh, whoever. I I (laughs) mean, Kurashev has looked great, too. 
That's what I'm saying. With that don't line. Like don't you can't. split that line up at all. Oh, boy. Kaner's not going to like that. Maybe you put, hey, that makes him wave his no trade clause even sooner. <laughs> Piss him off exactly. a little bit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you win two games in a row with that as your top line. I know Patrick Kane is your best player. Yeah. But you can't break them up. No, you not can't. After, not after they all three had a goal tonight. Yeah. Uh, Bedard has 40 goals and 93 points in 36 games. There you go. That's uh, that's good. If you like scoring, yeah. If you if you're into if, that if sort you're of in, thing. if you're into scoring and winning, yeah. All right, let's talk about Alex Daylock though, because uh, he continues to just absolutely shine for the Blackhawks. And um, as you're talking about potential trade pieces, that's someone who could be very attractive to a team with some injury issues, he keeps some up goal these numbers. Issues. He's been great. If he keeps up these numbers for another six weeks. I mean, but there, do they there's do no, I don't see an indication that it's going to get a lot worse for him. He's be, like, this game's a great example. He stopped 44 of 47 shots, a ton of high quality chances. You know, sure, he'll have games where he's not as great as others, but I, it's not like it's smoke and mirrors with Alex Taylock to me. He's positionally sound. His glove is good. He's good post to post. I don't see really a, a major flaw in his game. I, he's he's stopping pucks that he should stop. Plus, and look, I don't think he's going to be the like if it's Stanley Cup contender says we need a number one guy. I don't think he's going to be that. But teams looking for some goaltending depth, or they might have an uh, you know an injury leading into the playoffs. That's a really appealing guy to pick up. Great locker room guy. Can't tell me the Edmonton Oilers him. wouldn't like an Alex Taylock right now. Hell yes, they would. Because their their boy Jack Campbell is awful. No, yeah, the Oilers. I mean, you talk about the reasons why the Oilers haven't really put it together. Mike Smith, who is good for a disastrous goal at least, you know, two or three times a series in the playoffs, and Jack Campbell hasn't been good for them this year. So it's, yeah, I look, I, I think that as this goes on, you're going to see more demand for Staylock. You're going to see more demand for some of the other peripheral Hawks and like Jake McCabe, who we're all stumping for to get into the playoff game. And if you haven't voted for Jake McCabe yet, you can do it 10 times today at NHL.com slash vote. Um, you know, teams around the league are starting to notice Jake McCabe as this guy's a plus three on the Blackhawks. How is that possible? How is anyone a plus on the Blackhawks? I quizzed Greg today and said, who are the plus players? Actually, Jake McCabe is now a plus six. Who are the, who are the even or plus players on the Blackhawks? The answers were Lucas Reichel, Brad Cini and Jake McCabe. That's it. And two of those guys have only played two games. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so two games for Reichel. Yeah, it's it's uh, the trade value is growing, and you could say wins are bad for the tank, and that's true. However, if you're driving up trade value for guys on your team because they're performing well against decent teams, that's a good thing too. Yeah, and. Stalock could be a trade guy, but he could also be one of those guys that Kyle Davidson has said, I'm not trading a guy just to trade him. He could say, I want a certain thing for him, and if I'm not going to get it, I'm not going to trade him because Stalock might not be a bad guy to bring back. I wouldn't mind that at all. Uh, you know, you still, if you go in the next season with Stalock and Arvid Soderblom as your, as your tandem, and then, you know, you're going to need a veteran again next season. You can't. You well, can't. Well, you got Mrazek, but when his groin is, you're going to need a veteran again <laughs> next season. Yeah, yeah. You can't go into. 
you, you, you can't be ready for Arvid to be your 65-game starter next season. He's not a, he's not ready for that. Um, and if you do Staylock and Arvid, you know, 1A, 1B, buy out Mrazic's last year. Who cares? Yeah. We got nothing, but you need to get to the cap. Got to get to the floor somehow. Can you use There's buyouts a, to get to the cap? Floor? It count, yeah. Buyouts count against yeah. the seller cap. So, yep. yeah, um, I mean, that's, I don't know. And so, you also look at the situations too where, uh, and somebody wrote about it today about the, uh, it might have been Saravalli again, about the three team trades and like, you know, how the third team gets involved and make things happen. That's another thing where you could see Hawks pick up some bodies. This usually happens more in the offseason. Yeah. Right? Like at the draft, the Mrazic thing is a great example. Hey, give us a first-round pick, and we'll take your problematic contract. Yeah, we'll see a lot more of that at the draft. But yeah. we might see some of that heading into the trade deadline. Well, to not, make those big contracts Not work. at the trade deadline, but we may see the Hawks pick up some guy with a lot of salary cap left, say, in the next couple of weeks, you know, early February as teams – make preemptive moves so they can go out and make a big trade at the deadline. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, a couple people saying they would like to see Jake McCabe as the Blackhawks next, next captain. I think if and when Jonathan Taves leaves, the captaincy remains vacant for a while. I think you have three or four alternates. Um, I think that might be the right move, too, because, I don't know, I Taves is such a meaningful and I know we're getting down in the dumps with him, and he was really ineffective in this game. And we're seeing the tail end of a legend's career. But don't forget the great stuff that he did here, right? He, he is a pillar of this organization, a three-time champion, all the plaudits, everybody knows. I could see them keeping the, the C vacant for a while. It's not awesome. unheard of. There's no, uh, there's no uh, rush to do it, but Jake McCabe would be a great captain. But I don't think I don't think he needs to be this to wear the C. Kind of like Brent Seabrook never needed to wear the C to be the leader. He's a guy that leads by example. Do you think um, Michael Stone is regretting dropping the gloves? Yes, yes, that was a stupid move by Mr. Michael Stone. Um, but you know, again, Jake McCabe sticking up for his teammate, and and speaking of sticking up for teammates, uh, Max Domi. Philip Kershev took an elbow to the back of the head from from Dylan Dubé, who I don't know how he only got two minutes for that play. Yeah. That was a garbage play. Confirmed Dubé bag. <laughs> um, no, I don't want to uh, – we got some breaking news here, and I don't want to jump on Mario's uh, hit. He's going to join us from the UC here, but some quotes rolling out that I, I think we are obligated to get to you. This is Luke Richardson. This is via Ben Pope. The idea of bringing him up now is that he's earned a spot – it's not just a flash. We expect him to be here. There you go. Ben Pope says when Lucas Reichel was asked by Charlie Romeliotis if he thinks he's made it hard for the Blackhawks to send him back to Rockford, Reich, Reichel, with a massive smile, quote, I don't want to get in trouble, but dot, dot, dot. So, Kyle Davidson told us when they call him up, it's for good. I mean, I'm very happy if this is true because... Like we have said, gives us something to, something pay, attention to, to. pay attention to. Somebody to watch about. that we know is going to be here beyond this season. Justin Reichel, Lucas Fields. <laughs> I don't care if they lose seven to nothing. As long as there's a spectacular play by Lucas Reichel every night, I'll be happy about it. It just makes it so much easier. I just think of how you feel yeah. after the last two games watching Lucas Reichel thrive 
It's an awesome feeling. And yeah, they're going to keep losing. But man, I hope he's here to stay. All right, Mario is here. He's going to join us in a second. But first, we want to tell you about our friends at DraftKings, the fans, the tradition, the glory. There is nothing more thrilling than college football, and it all comes down to the national championship game happening on Monday. My go-to betting is DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, Georgia and TCU. How cool would it be to see a school like TCU win the national championship? I know you've got some money from the preseason on Georgia. I do. So my heart's with you, but man, would it be cool to see a team like that? I wouldn't hate it. Pull it off. It would and, be. And technically, it's not money. It was one of them free bets. So. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, that would be a lot of fun to watch. I'm going to be locked and loaded on Monday night. You should be too. And lock those bets in with DraftKings Sportsbook right now. New customers can bet just five bucks on college football and get two hundred dollars in free bets instantly, win or lose. That is free money. Listen again. Bet $5 on the game and get $200 in free bets instantly, whether or not you win. Come on. Plus, everyone can combine multiple bets for a bigger payout with same game parlays. I put an anytime goal scorer today on Lucas Reichel, plus 400. Cha-ching! I'm a winner. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code CHGO. New customers bet just 5 bucks on the college football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. That's code CHGO only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. And when you take all that money you're winning off of DraftKings, you can go head over to GameTime and use it to buy yourself the best tickets to all the events you want to go to this winter. Game Time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Do you want to go see Lucas Reichel play? Yes. Well, now we know he's going to be here for at least a few more games, it sounds like. So now is where you head over to Game Time. You can go see Lucas Reichel versus the reigning Stanley Cup champion Colorado Avalanche this Thursday night for $23 gets you in the door. Next Tuesday, January 17th, the Buffalo Sabres. They're they're an exciting team. Uh, $15. You want to go see a Tankathon game? Tuesday, February 7th, the first game after the bye in the All-Star break. You can get tickets as low as $12 for Trevor Zegers versus Lucas Reichel, potentially. I'm for it. That's a good $12 to spend right there. So check out Game Time. You won't file, find a better deal on Blackhawks tickets this season. If you love CHGO, then you'll love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the podcast description. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you. Scroll down, hit that gigantic thumbs up button. We've got about 60 likes almost already. Yeah, thank let's, you. Let's get that. Let's get that cranking up there. And why, right under the big thumb, you're going to see the link to Game Time. Anytime you want to buy tickets, not just to the Blackhawks, but to any event. You click on that link to buy them, and you'll be helping us out. Join over 15 million people who have used Game Time and score the best seats in all your favorite events. All right, let's go out to the United Center and welcome in the soon-to-be birthday boy who had all the donuts in the world, and I'm very upset that there's none left here. It is Mario Tirabasi. Well, hey, what's up, guys? how's it going? What do we learn? Uh, we learned that uh, this, this stint for Lucas Reichel is going to be extended by at least one more game. Uh, Luke Richardson pretty much confirming that uh, he will be 
regardless of Patrick Kane's uh, injury status, he is going to be in the lineup uh, for Thursday's game against Colorado. So that's exciting. Uh, very, uh, very exciting to see uh, Reichel getting getting that uh, well-deserved uh, next uh, next opportunity to continue proving that he's an NHL player. Look, I see we're, we're, we're lifting Stanley Cups in the chat. That's fantastic. I love that. Bring that energy because that's, that's what we have to look forward to, the future. And tonight, guys, we've been talking about the same script, the same games over and over and over this season. We almost got to the halfway marker before we finally got a real look at the future of this organization. Something to be very excited about. I don't care about a 4-3 overtime win. We're not screwing up the tank. All right. I know Connor Bedard had six points tonight. Get excited about that too. Get excited about Lucas Reichel and Connor Bedard possibly playing together. Like that's what we have to look forward to. I'm fucking jacked about this game all right i love what i saw from lucas reichel he played great against arizona and didn't get any points for it he played great again tonight against a better team and had a three-point night factoring in on the ot winner can live it up let's go like this is the future to be excited about for the blackhawks like we can we got 42 more games to go all right 42 more let's have some fun no doubt so i you you said you expected him to play Thursday. I'm looking at this quote for uh, Ben Pope put this out there, and and what Luke said is, and I'm you know this. I'm just reiterating and the way I read it. The idea of bringing him now is that he's earned a spot. It's not just a flash. We expect him to be here. That sounds like beyond Thursday. That sounds like a he's here to stay sort of a thing. Did you get the same indication when he said that? Yeah, I mean he kind of he kind of said it two different ways in the same statement. Um, basically, you know, if Patrick Kane, if and when he is healthy, if it is Thursday, you would expect Lucas Reichel to be in the lineup. Yes, that's the ex- expectation from uh, from Luke Richardson. And then he also kind of expounded upon that point in saying, you know, he's earned the right to be here uh, through his play with Rockford this season. And in the last two games that he's played, he's earned the right to stay. Um, whether it's beyond Thursday, I, I think it's, you know, with with Luke Richardson, he's he is not the uh, the final decision maker with roster uh, roster decisions. It it comes down to Kyle Davidson. Um, but I think what we've seen in the last two games uh, and what we've seen from from Reichel in the AHL this season, I don't know how you send him back. Like I know the plan is to to have him develop, have him play a big factor for the Ice Hogs, and and have the be a big part of the Ice Hogs' success. They're having success. Like you can, you can take Lucas Reichel out of Rockford uh, for a while and that success will continue. So I think eventually he'll go back um, whether it's in a week or two or whether it's late March, April, I don't know. He'll eventually go back to help them through the rest of the regular season and into the postseason, hopefully uh, as, as if things continue uh, ha- as they have been for Rockford. But I, I think I think the team is still going to kind of take it on a game by game basis with Reichel. But I think that that's gonna that's gonna wear thin. And I think if he if he has a, another performance similar to uh, the last two uh, on Thursday, I think you could you could you could you know rest a little bit more assuredly that this is going to be a long uh, call up for Reichel. And I'm not thro- I'm not putting it out of the uh, realm of possibility that hey maybe he's here the rest of the season. 
So yeah, your, your point is correct about, you know, you send him down there to fully develop. When he comes up and performs like this and gives you all the evidence that he's developed, tank be damned, at some point you owe it to your players who have earned the right to stay here. And that is something that Kyle Davidson has to, has to think about as well, right? Like you can't just say like, well, you know, we really, we really are, we're, uh, you know, we're prioritizing Rockford and yada, yada, yada. At some point, Lucas Reichel is going to say, F that. I have done everything you've asked me to do. I put on the weight in the offseason. I performed great in Rockford last year. I went down. I did not bitch. I did not moan. I lit the AHL up. I am ready for the NHL. I've come up. I've given you three points against a cup contender. I gave, gave you some electric moments in the game before against Arizona. I am here. I deserve to be here. And how can Kyle Davidson look at Lucas Reichel in the eye and say, hey, man, you're going back to Rockford? Hell no. You cannot do that to him. Now, if he goes through a five- or six-game stretch where he looks disinterested, where he's not as engaged as he was for these first two games, then you reconsider. But for me, I think Reichel's gotten to the point where he's an NHL player until he's absolutely not anymore, if that makes sense. You have to look at him and say, there's going to be growing pains at the NHL level, and you have to let him have those. He can't be looking over his shoulder every time he turns a puck over thinking that Kyle Davidson's going to tap him on the shoulder and say, get back on the bus, right? This kid has earned the opportunity. He is arguably, with Patrick Kane out, the best player on the Blackhawks. That is a legitimate thing, right? I know, like, Seth Jones, yeah, Jake McCabe, great. Jonathan Taves, when he's playing well, sure. Max Domi, who tied Patrick Kane for the team lead, leading points tonight, great. But, my God, in overtime, who did you want on the ice more than anybody? And not just for the excitement of it. Who did you think was most likely to convert a win for the Blackhawks? It was number 27. I'm sorry. Like, he's gotten to that point. I know it's two games. I'm not trying to overreact or, or go crazy here. But tell me, who is undeniably significantly better than Lucas Reichel on this team? CJ, I, I don't look at it as, oh, it's just two games. Like, the past two seasons in the AHL and these two games. Like, that's, it's all part of his development path. Last season, you know, yeah, it was it was it was a back and forth. It was a yo-yo. It was two games, two games, three games, six games to end the season. Whatever. I don't think that's the correct math, but you get my point. That's what it was last season. That wasn't conducive to him being able to build some NHL confidence. Now he has an opportunity to get two games here in a row. He's going to get a third a third game. He's got three points tonight. He had a great game on 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 Friday night. That's the that's the the rolling over positivity. That's the snowball effect going in the right direction for a player on this team. Ride that. There's no reason. There's no reason to to sh to mess with his confidence and say, hey, yeah, you're gonna get another game, but you know, make sure your bag is packed after the game and 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 head to the bus. You're going back to Rockford. Like, no reason to do that whatsoever. It's more than just this two game sample. It's more than just tonight. It's part of the last two seasons. And I think when when the overtime started. And the Blackhawks uh, and, and Luke Richardson went out with uh, Taze Kurashev, Seth Jones. I was honestly shocked it wasn't Dom it wasn't uh, Domi Reichel to start. I, I I would have expected that to be 
because that's you know arguably the best two forwards you had going uh, this game. So I was I was surprised it wasn't them to start. Obviously, they got onto the ice and and won the game. So yeah, I, I think it's it's I don't know how they they look at him and say you have to go back, you have to do more in Rockford. Like I'm I'm sorry, and and people in the in the chat and online were saying, oh he's you have to send him back. He's too good for this team. No, he's not. He, Lucas Reichel, as much as we're gonna, you know, give him a, a big old love fest tonight, which he deserves, he's not screwing up the tank. Like the, the the Blackhawks are still the worst team in the league. They had a great uh, performance tonight. Alex Stalock had to stand on his head, but this is still a team that is very likely to lose Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taze and Max Domi and Andres Athanasiu and maybe another defenseman. Like this team is gonna still be picked apart, and they're still gonna finish probably last in the league. So keeping Reichel here, having him have good performances, that doesn't, that's, there's nothing wrong with that. That's Reichel building confidence at the NHL level. That's him self-realizing he's an NHL player. That's the organization realizing that, Hey, our patience with prospects probably will pay off. If it did with Reichel, it can do it with other prospects. And for the fans, that's something fun to talk about. Something fun to watch. Something that can get you out of your seat rather than having you turn off the channel. It was a good point about the, the overtime. I was a little like, huh? When uh, it was Jonathan Taves to start the overtime. It's like, I, I don't know how you didn't put Reichel out there right to begin. It's, it's uh, we've seen Luke Richardson go with his hot hand to start overtime. There wasn't there an overtime game earlier this year where he started with Sam Lafferty, Jason Dickinson, and Jack Johnson, who yeah, were the best players in that game. Domi, Reichel, Kershev, two of those three guys needed to be out there. I mean, it, it paid off eventually. It, it, they got out there and they scored, but that was a little like, eh, what are we doing here? Like, they should, uh, should have Lucas Reichel start the overtime, but I guess he was just lulling them to sleep with Jonathan Taves and then... <laughs> Then he got big boys out. False security. Uh, have an updated quote here from uh, this Charlie Romeliotis quoting Luke Richardson. Quote, and this is kind of what Ben Pope tweeted, but there's a little more here. I think the idea of bringing him up now is probably he's earned a spot. It's not just a flash coming up for a game or two. It's just to give him an extended time to see if he can sustain what he's doing right now. So it sounds like he's here he until playing good. He's right. here. Until, like I said, he's in, he shows that, okay, well, now he's getting overwhelmed. Let's put him back down. He's in control of how long yep. he stays here, and that's all you can ask. Yep. You keep yeah. playing, you know, he's a point-per-game guy this season, <laughs> wherever he's been. <laughs> he's point-per-game in the AHL. He's now point-per-game in the NHL. Keep doing that. You're not going anywhere. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and, and he was asked, too, about, you know, his own level of confidence and you know, being able to to get some momentum at the NHL level. And uh, Charlie was the one that asked him, you know, do you think you're making it hard on the organization to, to send you back? And he said, well, I don't want to get in trouble, but I like playing here. I think I've played well. I'd like to play here longer. Like, you know, he basically, you know, he, he didn't want to say, you know, anything that was, uh, you know, too too overconfident. But, I mean, you, you could you could read the room. And, and, and I, I believe Reichel – believes that he he should be here and i you know jay I, I know you were going through the yellow pages of rockford tonight saying that uh lucas was sick of all these uh local local establishments in rockford but i you know i don't i don't know if it's uh too much of a joke i think he's i think he's 
no disrespect to Rockford. I love the town, but I think he's ready to, uh, to, to set up a more uh, permanent residency here in Chicago. And, and I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for the prospects and the young players in this organization building some confidence because that's been the plan. That's been the plan for this, for this uh, front office group is to build confidence in the young players. That's why players are, are going to be having longer stints in Rockford. And, and I think this is where now that confidence of, hey, I've done really well at the AHL level. I want to translate that to the NHL level. If you give them opportunities to do that, you can see it translate. And if you give them opportunities to learn from mistakes, they can do that without having to worry about, if I make one mistake, I'm back down in the minor leagues for another three months or, or, or anything like that. I think you give Reichel some, some leash here. See what he can do when he's got confidence. See how he responds to adversity. This, is, this, is, this needs to be his, his biggest learning experience in the NHL. I, I think you, you, you have him starting off this call up on this good of a start. You got to let it roll. Brent Senny might uh, be looking for someone else to help him walk his dog uh, <laughs> when he gets back to Rockford. That was a fun little uh, – we talked to Lucas after morning skate this morning. He was asked about if having Brett Senny here kind of helped a little bit because they've got some good chemistry. And he says, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. We hang out at, in Rockford, and he's got a dog, and I go out for walks with him sometimes. So, uh, you know, uh, Brett might be looking for another guy to help him with, with his pooch. I don't know if Lucas, if Lucas keep, if he keeps producing, he's staying here, and that's that's a very fair way to handle this. If you if you're playing at an NHL level, you're playing in the NHL. If you're not, we'll put you back to Rockford. All right, we're gonna hear from Lucas Reichel in a moment, but we've got to take care of our fourth stars of the game. So let's do that first. Stars of the game tonight, number three, Alex Stalock, who stopped 44 of 47 Calgary shots on goal. Really solid game for him. We talked about him in the first segment. Your number two star and number one in your hearts, Lucas Reichel, a goal, two primary assists, and five shots on goal. And your number one star, Max Domi, a goal, an assist. That it was the game-winning goal. He was a plus three and had four shots on goal of his own. There are your three stars. I'm going to give my four star... To my guy, Philip the Thrillip, Philip Kurashev, who had a goal, was a plus two, 19 11 of ice time for Philip Kurashev, five shot attempts, and even one, uh, 50% of his four faceoffs. Uh, really like the chemistry that that line is showing. Reichel, Domi, Kurashev, and a nice kind of a combo in uh, skill sets with those three. Kurashev is a little tougher, a little more physical than I think he gets credit for in terms of going into corners, winning pucks, those sort of things. Domi's got the great shot. He's great at faceoffs. And then Reichel with the, with the high skill level, the passing ability, all that stuff. I love that line. It's going to be really interesting to see if Patrick Kane comes back against Colorado, if that line stays together, or if Kane slots into right wings. If I'm Luke, I don't touch that line at all. I don't touch that line at all. I'm letting that line stick together. And if you want to put... Uh, you know, Patrick Kane with Taves and Tyler Johnson or something and move Radish down, fine. I, I, I am not breaking up Kurashev, Domi, and Reichel. That would be foolish. Nope. Well, I Kane, let him roll. Kane has clearly been holding this team back, so you can scratch him all you want. 
Yeah, exactly. No, you got to play him. He's he's too he's too bad to. Uh, he's got to help yeah, the tank. Too good without him. Yeah, yeah they can't trade him now. He's they're too good. Um, I'm gonna give my four star to Colin Blackwell, who lost in all the excitement of the Lucas Reichel show, scored his first goal with the Blackhawks, and Blackwell's a guy that we kind of have a little fun with. Yes, on the show and at games because he just he definitely tries hard. Sometimes he tries too hard, um, and and. Just overplays things, but listen, I'm the type of guy. If I criticize you when you when you kind of mess up, I'm gonna give you the credit when you do good. And and Blackwell had a big goal tonight. He had two shots on goal and four shot attempts total. So good game for Colin Blackwell. Nice to see him get on the board. Uh, solid solid human being that Colin Blackwell. So nice to see him uh, get to get to finally get on that score sheet. No doubt. Yeah, Luke Richardson had some nice things to say about uh, Colin Blackwell after this game, and um, yeah, said it was it was nice to see him, you know, get rewarded for uh, the way he's been playing recently. So good on Colin. It's good good to get that uh, first goal as a Blackhawk. Uh, my four star tonight. I mean, I, I I sent it in right after the first period. Like this, this was a a, a done deal from that moment on. It is Mister Fourth Star. It is Jake McCabe. Uh, he just continues to show why he is one of the, if not the biggest heart and soul player of this team uh, this season. Uh, you know, the, the point was made online tonight uh, that if this was a different team, if, if this was a team that was performing differently than they are this season, differently than they did this season, Jake, Jake McCabe would be a freaking folk hero. And you and, and I'm, I'm writing about it in my, in my uh, Hawks hits tonight. You know, if, if this was the Cup era Blackhawks, the modern Cup era Blackhawks, you'd see as many McCabe number six jerseys around the UC as you as you would see Andrew Shaw jerseys or Nicholas Jalmerson jerseys because he's a mixture of both of those guys. And I, I love uh, the way that he's been playing through this season. He's the only player, last I checked, that is a plus on this team that has one of the worst goal differentials in the NHL. Like, that is a special... <laughs> that is a special uh, talent. So, you know, we got the, uh, the 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 online marketing campaign going to get uh, McCabe the recognition he deserves from this uh, Blackhawks fan base to get him to the NHL All-Star game. I know Seth Jones is already going, but screw the rules. Like, who cares about the rules? If they're leaving it up to the fans, let's freaking stuff the ballot box. Vote for Jake McCabe. Get his ass to Florida and let him uh, get some recognition from this Blackhawks team. And look. This is a guy that signed a, a four-year deal uh, two summers ago, expecting to, to to win some games, expecting to play some some meaningful games. It hasn't happened yet. He might not be around for a long time, but I think he came in with with big expectations uh, for himself and for his time in Chicago. And you know, it hasn't gone his way. He has spoken openly that he is sick of losing. Uh, but I think you know this is this was a game tonight where you know he 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 showed up reliable again physical blocking shots uh feeding fists to michael stone who was a a foolish uh, combatant of of the 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 rock that is mccabe and uh look like it was it, he, he factored into the to the game winning goal what more do you want out of out of a four star nothing that's exactly what you want <laughs> from him absolutely uh by the way i forgot to mention this to you guys i had people are talking about mitchkov in the chat i had a dream that the hawks drafted bedard and then Mitchkov kept falling down the draft, and the Hawks traded 
both Tampa picks this year and next to get Mitchkov too. Like yeah, no. it's seven or eight or something like that. That won't happen, but it's some it's fun. I, thing would, I wouldn't about. be mad at that. No, I would be very. Happy <laughs> I would not be mad at that at all. At that. <laughs> I would be that very would be happy wonderful. about that. Yeah, that would be wonderful. Uh, Nate says, uh, "So does tweeting a vote for McCabe count as a vote like other leagues, or is the archaic NHL still doing a twenty-year-old website?" Yeah, uh, option B. Yeah. You, you have to go on the website, and then there's like this really convoluted, like it's a pain in the. Dick. You have to click through, and then the last frame of the click through actually takes a second for the vote now button to appear. They yeah. make it as freaking mind numbing. That's to vote probably for the on purpose because they don't want another John Scott situation. Like why? You, you We're c- still talking about John Scott ten years because later. the it's NHL hates fun. It's a good thing. The NHL hates fun. Okay, that's why. That's why, they, everything yeah. they do is the opposite of fun. I unfortunately, unfortunately, I believe they are not taking in Twitter votes into uh, consideration here. But uh, hey, go to NHL.com. Go to the All Star Voting uh, section of the page. You can submit ten ballots in a twenty four hour period. Uh, so once you get through the process, if you have McCabe on your ballot, and you should, all you got to do is hit resubmit nine times after you submit the first one. And that'll be your uh, your ten ballots and your good deed for the day. It's ten ballots every twenty four hours because that's how long it takes you to fill out a ballot. Right. Uh, <laughs> and don't forget to throw Alex Stalock on there for good measure. Yeah, absolutely. This, he's definitely someone who uh, I think the, uh, the the Blackhawks fan base should also give some love to. Um, stellar tonight. This game doesn't get to overtime. Blackhawks don't win without Alex Stalock. All right, let's get to our DraftKings King of the Game. Then we will spring Mario. Uh, Right after that, you're never going to guess who the king yeah. of the game was. That's right. It was Colin Blackwell. No, it was Lucas Reichel with his first career NHL goal, two primary assists, five shots on goal in 16 minutes and 16 seconds of ice time. That is our DraftKings king of the game. And remember, with the national championship coming up here, uh, use the code CHGO at DraftKings Sportsbook. Bet just $5 on the football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. That's code CHGO, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. So jump on there and do that. Mario, thanks for jumping on, man. We always appreciate it. Great stuff, and uh, it's a fun night to do this postgame show. That's for damn sure. Yes, I am I am all in favor of more fun postgame shows and less miserable postgame shows. It's a hot fun, take, I know. But fun, fun is fun. Post-game show, fun postgame shows are fun. Yes. All right, Mario. Thanks, man. We'll talk to you uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yep. See you right. guys. See ya. That is Mario Tirabasi. Follow him on Twitter at Mario underscore Tirabasi. We're going to play uh, Lucas Reichel's postgame press conference here in a second. But first, we want to tell you about Pins and Aces, the official golf apparel partner of CHGO. We love our Pins and Aces gear and get tons of compliments on and off the course. They're family-owned golf and apparel business they make amazing polos hats golf bags and the thing you need their famous beer sleeve it's innovative allows you to store seven beers right inside your golf bag and it keeps them cold the entire round check out pinsandaces.com use that promo code chgo to receive 15 percent off your first order and get free shipping at pinsandaces.com again that code chgo to receive 15 percent off your first order and get free shipping at pinsandaces.com. Yes, eventually you'll be able to head out to the golf course again, and eventually the sun's going to come out again. 
No, and and no, like basically December through February, we forget what it looks like around here. But when the sun comes back out and you're out on the golf course, why don't you add a pair of Shady Rays to your awesome pins and aces apparel? Shady Rays never understood why sunglasses were so expensive, so they set out to change it, and that's exactly what they've done. You don't have to break the bank for quality sunglasses this fall. Because our friends at Shady Rays have got you covered. Shady Rays are premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, substantial durability, and styles catered to everyone in every lifestyle, including guys who uh, make bacon for a living. Uh, Our guy, Charlie the Bacon Guy, has been raving about his Shady Rays as him and I have bacon negotiations. Uh, The best part (laughs) about Shady Rays, they have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear. If you lose or break your shades on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Did you drop them in a lake off one of the many cliffs found here in Chicago? Anything. You're going to need your Shady Rays because the Blackhawks' future with Lucas Reichel is very bright. And even with that strong of a protection program, they still manage to make quality that I could tell you from being a customer of theirs for the last couple of years. They are just as good, if not better, than any of those expensive pairs on the market Shady Rays will also provide 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every purchase and have donated over 20 million meals to date. They stand behind their product and they have told us that if anybody has any kind of problem at all, they're going to take that profit, roll it up in a gigantic ball, open the huge test window at the Shady Rays factory and throw it right out. You either love the Shady Rays or Shady Rays will pay to ship them back. That's it. An exclusive for our listeners, Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. Use that promo code CHGO at checkout, and you will receive 50% off any order with two or more pairs of sunglasses. That's buy one, get one free by my math. You can get two pairs of awesome sunglasses for as low as 54 bucks at ShadyRays.com, where you can find all their newest and best shades. All right, we've got 85 likes in the chat. That's a lot of likes. Uh, we're going to, because of that, and the biggest post-game show we've had maybe this season in terms of viewers, that's three spins right off the hop. If we get to 100 likes, we'll do five. <laughs> we'll stay up all night till the Blackhawks right? get one. So 15 <laughs> more likes for two more spins. That should be doable. We got enough people in there to cover those likes. Let's go jump on it. All right, before that happens, Mario uh, was uh, in the locker room there with Lucas Reichel and sent us the post-game video. So we're going to play that now. It's about two and a half minutes of Lucas Reichel talking after the game. He is uh, our our king of the game. So let's hear from the king. Yeah, it was the dream come true. I think uh, first first inch egg bowl was a pretty special moment for me. And I think, yeah, I want to yeah, keep buzzing. And uh, yeah, that's it. Do you feel like your confidence carried over from last game? Yeah, I felt, felt good last game. And I want to like build from that and uh, yeah. Uh, felt good again today. Just to kind of put it all together after you, you've been trying for, for 12 games to, to finally get that goal and have a big night like this, how good does that feel? Yeah, it feels so good. I uh, had like yeah, uh, last game to uh, so many chances uh, and uh, yeah, it, it didn't go in, but uh, you got to work for it, work hard for it and keep going. And uh, yeah, today it, uh, it uh, yeah, bounced on my way. Yeah, what was going through your mind when, when you saw that puck come back to you? Uh, was your mind racing like, this is it? And the, on that goal? Yeah, on the goal. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I don't know, I had the puck and put, uh, pass it to 
Chauncey went to the net and then I was like in my legs and I don't know like like I tried to put it high and uh, couldn't get it because I was like a little bit lucky but it uh, doesn't matter how it's just like I'm happy uh, that it uh, went in. And then can you talk about how you uh, played out that two-on-one rush with Khrushchev? Uh, were you trying to get uh, Markstrom to commit to you and then dish to Khrushchev? Uh, I don't know I just uh, first I thought I'm gonna shoot that and uh, yeah, I, uh, then I was like, yeah, there's a little little lane for that pass, and Kushiwada was on his one-timer side, so it's like better for two and one, and yeah, uh, lucky that the pass go through. Do you yeah. feel like you made it hard on the organization to send you back? Uh, yeah, I think, uh, <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I felt good, and uh, I'm always happy to play here, and I hope I stay here, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, ask. We asked, uh, well, I asked Richardson about uh, you being in danger of being overconfident. Do you, do you think that uh, could no. be a risk? Uh, no, uh, I, uh, in junior, I had like a couple, uh, couple games where I was like, yeah, I scored like hat tricks and stuff, and I was like overconfidence, and then it, it doesn't work like that. So you just got to, every game, you got to work, and uh, it's uh, start from 0 0, and uh, it goes every game, and uh, I don't want to lay back. and. I relax, I want to keep going. So you've learned that lesson before. Yeah, okay. that's good, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Lucas. Thank, Thanks, you. Lucas. Thank you. There he is, the man of the hour, Lucas Reichel. Looks like he's here to be for to stay, at least for the uh, near future, which is awesome, awesome news for Hawks fans. Uh, hope you enjoy that. Hopefully we can do more of that stuff and as Hawks the season goes on. That's right. <laughs> That's right. All right, we got 95 likes, uh, five more for two more spins. That seems very doable. And, hey, we see a lot of new folks hanging out in the chat today on YouTube. Do us a favor. And uh, while you hit that like button, hit that subscribe button as well. Yeah. That helps us out a lot, big time. We really, really appreciate that. Um, you know, uh, just as a, hey, celebrate a win by hitting both the like and the subscribe button. We have got over 23,000 subscribers since we launched less than a year ago. So thanks, everybody, for their support. And a great way, if you're finding us for the very first time after this very exciting Hawks win with Lucas Reichel starring in the game, chances are you've got some friends that are Hawks fans too or Chicago sports fans. Let them know about CHGO Sports. we got a podcast for every pro team in town from the Bears to the Red Stars, everybody is covered. We've got our bets show. We've got the After Dark shows. If you're a Chicago sports fan, there's nowhere else you need to be because you're watching the games, you're reacting to the games with Chicago sports fans like you. So subscribe to CHGO Sports. Make sure you subscribe to all the podcasts. And anytime you see a video pop on, make sure you smash that like button. And before we get to our tank Standings. I see a bunch of people talking about the dynamic between Chris Fosters and Troy Murray. Those two dudes are close. They're friends. There's no, like, Troy is tolerating Chris or anything like that. They're buddies. Troy is, is helping Chris get better at his job and enjoys doing it. Troy's always got a smile on his face. Sometimes he plays the old curmudgeon, but those two dudes are tight. They're close, so there is no yeah. weirdness I, there I at have all. to Just say... So you know. This being my first full season on a Blackhawks beat, Troy Murray is my favorite person to see at morning skates and practice. When he's there, it's a good day. I love me some Troy Murray. Everybody loves One him. of the greatest dudes I've ever met. Such also, a good guy. one of the great Blackhawks of all time. Absolutely. And I know there's probably a certain uh, you know, portion of our, of our listeners that, that don't really 
know uh, his playing career, Troy was an awesome player. The Selkie Award winner. He yeah. was the greatest number 19 until somebody Cal else Calder. came and took it. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. No. All right. We got a super chat from Windy City Hockey. $3.27. Uh, that's uh, three for the points and 27 cents for the number. Thank you, appreciate Windy that. City Hockey. We appreciate you. And we've got 100 likes. So that is five spins at the tank standings. Let's do it. Let's update the tank standings first, and we'll spin the old wheel. Guess what? Despite the win, the Blackhawks are still on top of the tank standings with 24 points and 39 games. Columbus right on their heels with 26 points in 39 games. Anaheim with 28 points in 40 games. Arizona with 31 points in 39 games. And San Jose with 32 points in 41 games. So despite two wins in a row, the Hawks are still at the top of the tank standings. So now we head over to tankathon.com. And a little reminder here. Uh, Well, it looks like Tankathon is updated. It has the true odds for the number one pick for the Hawks at 25.5. That's the truth. It's different. Yes, that is correct because... must have heard us bitching. Yeah, so that that is that is right. It is a 25.5% chance, not an 184 like I said before, because you're only up against the top 10. It's not the top uh, 16. That's what I... Uh, well, see, that's what I... I wonder, do they do when they do a tankathon draft? Do they do it the same way? Is it or it just takes the odds and picks at random? Because the actual NHL lottery draft, they do the lotto for number one first, and then they do everything else. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that makes a difference on this or not, but I don't know. I don't it's trust good, the tankathoners. It's all right. It's the best we got, and they do a fine job, and we appreciate them doing it, doing the work, so we don't have to. Because I don't know how to program that shit. All right, we got five spins <laughs> at the wheel. Now we got to decide if if it lands on number one, do we just stop and then bank those spins? I say yes. Yeah, I think we got to end on a high if note. If we hit at number one, we're stopping. We're, we and can't. Steven, we can't end. Everything Lucas was run perfectly tonight. Then, as, yeah, as our producer, it is your job to keep tabs of the credit that has been built up by our listeners. Yes, we could dis- we could distribute <laughs> out at other times. Yes. All right, here we go. All right, let's, let's do it. Let's just let's get the show over with. Yes, we got to walk off. First spin, baby. <laughs> we got to walk Chicago, off. Chicago, Columbus, Anaheim, San Jose, Arizona. That is a that is a nobody moved at all in that one. No, so there you did go. Did you even hit the button? <laughs> yeah, I promise hit. I did. Or did you hit reset? <laughs> no, he no, hit. I, I saw the, I saw the thing. The little logo is flipping. No, around. all right. Then if you then no, we're not doing we're it. We're not doing it. Hawks we get f- the top pick. We're, Beautiful. We're, we're banking four pit. We're We've got four, four in spins. the bank. Way to go, yeah. everybody. We appreciate it. Honestly, uh, this was a lot of fun. Yes. I, I'm very enjoying this show more than I've enjoyed a show in a long time. Over 100 people in the chat, over yeah. 100 likes on a Sunday night for the worst team in hockey. Hey, stick tap to all of you guys watching out there tonight. This is a lot of fun. Just imagine when like this team is good again here in hopefully three or four seasons and Hopefully we're still here talking to you guys. It's going to be a lot of fun. So this is just a little taste of, of what the future is going to bring us. And I just want to say welcome to the chat, Colossal Nacho. That is my favorite chat name so far. So thank you. So, All right. <laughs> I'll save that for off the air. All right. Before we wrap up, Greg's going to tell you how to save on your energy bill. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Stand want by. me to do it? Nope. I got it here. 
Uh, where to go? Where to go? Where to go? Where to go? I'm going to tell you. About I got it. I'm ready. Right, you do it. You All right. The ComEd Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve manage energy and lower energy bills now and into the future. ComEd offers a wide array of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial industrial and public sector customers of all sizes across their territory. Customers can inquire about how to upgrade outdated lighting to energy and money saving efficient led lights. Learn more about network lighting to operate your lights through your mobile device and track your facilities, energy usage and more incentives have recently increased for indoor outdoor lighting and networked lighting controls, making these projects even more cost effective than before. Visit comed.com slash powering biz now to start saving money and energy and to start a project. Contact comed at 855-433-2700 or for more info, email businessee at comed.com or publicsectoree at comed.com. Someone in the chat said they can't believe Troy Murray is only a 58 overall in NHL 94. That is a travesty. But speaking of NHL, if you're a hockey ultimate team player, I stumbled upon an 84 overall Lucas Reichel in the Nations of Hockey collection. It only takes three Nations of Hockey cards to get them, and all you got to do is trade in some crappy cards. So if you're a Hockey Ultimate team player, go get them. There you go. And to the 99% of you have no clue what I'm talking about, carry on. But someone's going to appreciate that, damn it. All right, let's wrap it up. We're back tomorrow at 2.30. We're going to be remote Tomorrow is Mailbag Monday. We haven't done one in a while, so hit us up. Tweet at us at chgo underscore Blackhawks. We will send out an official appeal tweet tonight to start getting some questions. Just respond to that, or you can email us if you're old at blackhawks at allchgo.com, and we'll get your questions in on Mailbag Monday tomorrow at 2.30. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for being here after a Hawks win. Thanks to the over 100 of you viewing and the 105 of you that like the show. We appreciate you. Have a great night. Thanks for watching and listening to the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.